Yo, what's up, people? You are now tuned into Voice of Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The first episode has been a long ass time coming, but we're finally here, man. We're a bunch of busy boys, though. That's all that is. Listen, listen, listen. But let the people know who you are, though. Uh, I'm Charnel, man. You might hear me on on What About Your Friends and on What Did You Do. Who are you? I am Baby Hugh. You can catch me on Equimini Jams and the Man Podcast. Well, we out here pulling triple duty. Look at this. Listen, listen. Busy man, busy man. Finna be quadruple but, duty. Fuck with me. You know I got it. Listen, I mean, you do know we do the, the podcast for Equimini Jams and the live show every week for Equimini Jams. So, Wild. You know. <laughs> you know, what? that's kind of like for, you know, I've been uh, thoroughly inspired by this woman. You might know who she is. Uh, who? Her name is, um, damn, what is her name? So on tip of your Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, hyphen Carter, you, something like that. You know, I, I've heard of such a woman. I heard, um, she, heard she gets a lot done in 24 hours, you know? Yes. Um, and it makes me wonder, does she really have 24 hours or did she somehow weasel some more. I, I'm just trying to figure it out. She might um, have a direct line to uh to God's ear, and she just might be knocking on his heart. Like, look, I know we agreed on 27, but these hoes need new music in 2018. So I'm gonna need 30 for at least the next. At least two about 30. At least, least about 30. At least 30. And I got a tour. I 32. Mean, you, <laughs> you know, I got these goddamn twins and Coachella coming up, and you Yo. know, we just put the new merch up on the website that you spent all your money on. Like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I gave her that fifty dollars for that shirt. Oh man! And once it gets here, I'm going to wear it proudly. Only thing is, it's white and it's a long sleeve. Uh but see, so I would gotta make some. I would totally, I would totally kill a long sleeve white shirt. But it has to be, it has to be springtime. That it would be in hibernation. It'd be, it'd be in hiding and seclusion until about March, come April, maybe. Yeah, like it'll. I'll break it out like when it starts to get a little bit warm. Cause you know, I sweat easily too. Yeah, yeah, same, same. And then I'll probably like break it back out in the uh, in the fall, unless you know I kind of buff up and stuff. Now I'm gonna just cut it into a muscle shirt. That's what I would. That's what my plan would be. But also, remember, stay ready and gotta get ready. You just might have to be wearing that to a tour. Uh, you might have to wear it and then buy a new shirt at the tour venue. Oh, but I got I got shirts to wear to oh. the tours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got the the Beehive Boy shirt. Killing it. I'm pretty sure I have a boycott Beyonce shirt. Me too. Um, I got the Lemonade shirt. I do not. What we're gonna have to do is next time we go to a tour, I'm gonna have to ride on down to the DMV, and we got to wear Boys Love Beyonce shirts to the tour. And stun hey, on these hoes. Listen, so I I am so ready for it. We need it. We all need okay, it. Okay. That's definitely the plan. Either I'm gonna come up there, or you're gonna come down here, we're gonna go to the same location so that way we both have to travel. Um and we'll make it work. We're gonna make it we're gonna make it work like Beyonce makes life work for us. Yes, that she does. And that's why we're here. And speaking of which, just because just because we're gonna start it off with a little it's Black History Month, right? Mm-hmm. Who? It's Black History Month. Uh, Beyonce is <laughs> the iconic Black History, but she is. But also on this very day that we're recording, two years ago, uh, that smash single uh, that shook all the white people to their core, Formation, it dropped yes. today. It shook my black ass to the core too, just in a different way. Yes, yes. But it did, and I'm still <laughs> fucking niggas. 
just to get some red lobster. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm tired. <laughs> well, just the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, because you know I don't eat meat and seafood and shit. Oh, I, well, see, new things. I don't eat seafood like that. I eat seafood once a year. So, you know, when he ride me good, I take his ass to, right to Fridays. It's none of this. <laughs> none Damn, of this. not even Outback? Not even Outback. Right to Fridays, because... You know, you got to be X amount of, you know, got to be this many inches to ride this ride. But, you know, then I get bored. I get tired. You know, Beyonce already told us, like, let's go, little kitty cat. You know, like, it's we got to run. We got to go. Holding up traffic. <laughs> Need quick nah, service. See, if, if the sex good for me, I'm a cook. I ain't want to take you nowhere because I don't feel like leaving the house. But I'm going to find something in this kitchen. A nice little casserole. Well, Not a casserole. <laughs> this shit gonna be good though. That's all that matters. I might fuck up some breakfast the next day. You st- <laughs> you staying over? We might have some grits going, some biscuits, some sausage. You know the eggs going. So maybe some French toast. I might do. Yeah, I might be brave enough to cook you some breakfast. But um, ain't no one going to red, especially near me. Ain't no red lobster nowhere near me. It's got it's a whole thirty minute drive. And by that, where by the time I get there, the thrill's gonna have worn off. And I'm like, I'm just gonna drop you off at home. And I'm I just want to. I just want to point out how, like you said, when formation drop, B said when he fuck her good, she take him to Red Lobster, right? Mm-hmm. I just find it funny how back. I think it was the Beyonce experience when she was like, "Damn, that was so good. I want to make him some hamburger helper." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the Beyonce experience. So I'm like, damn, you done glowed up from hamburger help with a red lobster. She's, like, that's a glow up. That's a glow. She said 98 cents? Nah, 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 nah. Unlimited shrimp, bitch. That's I'm where we're take going you now. We're going to get cocktails. That Not even that. The dick done got so good. That's what it is. That's what it got. Dick game excel. Your, your takeout game excels. That's what happens. Like, like, you know what? I was fucking around with these nacho fries at Taco Bell, but he did some new shit this week. We're going to Olive Garden. He keeps- <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> salad and breadsticks. Exactly. <laughs> like next week, it might there's- be Cheesecake Factory. Shit. <laughs> there is something wrong with this. There really, there really is. We could stay here forever talking about food references. But it's because- what it is. And tied it back to Beyonce, just right. No, good and damn well, Beyonce can't cook for shit. <laughs> <laughs> she can't. <laughs> That's why her ass was in that kitchen with hamburger helper. Them, them instructions was right there, mixed in with All one pound box. of ground beef, and Beyonce was like, "Bet <laughs> one LB." <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck is an LB?" I don't do this shit, like. <laughs> Julius, I know come what here. a high C is, my nigga. Like, do you know what a high C? Can you hit it? <laughs> Can you hit this it? note? I, I know what scales are, bitch. The only one you know is the one you step on. Damn. By the way, you gained a few pounds. <laughs> now, I'm what tired. the fuck is the LB? Because I'm trying to cook. <laughs> what is it? I'm tired. We're a mess. We got. Let's, this is boys love Beyonce. That's where we're supposed to be right now. <laughs> And we're showing our asses. So this is gonna be um, (laughs) (laughs) be ready, people. But no, um, I thought it'd be dope if we like said when we fell in love with Beyonce, when we became, you know, legitimate. Yes, 
I was trying to avoid the S word, but hey. We are what we are. We have to stand in our truth. Exactly. I don't know how to do anything else. I'm me all the time, man. <laughs> all right. Yes, space. when did you fall in love with the one and only Beyonce Giselle No Siphon Carter? When did I fall in love with her? Yes. All right. So um so we I'm a little I'm a little I'm a I'm a twenty eight, so you know I've been around for quite a long time, you know. Uh you're so not that much older. What'd you say? <laughs> That you're not that much older than me. Not that much, but I am older than you. And so, you know, like I, oh, I, I was okay. dabbling in, I was dabbling in the Destiny's Child a little bit, you know, the writing on the wall and all this. So I was like, okay, I see these, I see these girls. I don't know where they came from, but I'm here. And I was like, okay, bootylicious. I was, yo, can we talk about, okay, five seconds sidebar. Yo, what, what was it? The Rockefeller remix of Bootylicious? What was it? Oh, the- one with Missy? Yes. That yeah. every time that I, was a video, that video was it, and I don't care what anyone says. Beyonce been a bird, man. Anyway, she been. <laughs> so, what the hell? There was a reference I was gonna make, but it's gonna sound racist or whatever. So <laughs> either Please way, don't make it. I won't. Not that's not this show. I'll save it for what about your friends? But no. So the moment <laughs> I, uh, I I love Beyonce, we've always loved Beyonce. Like, but there were steps to this. So Beyonce released Dangerously in Love, and I was like, okay, okay, girl, I see you. You know, three number ones, whatever. Get it, get it how you live. But I was like, but I was like, okay, we're here now. We're here. Um, Crazy in Love was it. Baby Boy was it. But I was like, I need more than this. I need just a little bit more than this. And then B Day started to show up. Like you know that era where she was kind of like just in that funky like. I'm big haired mm. Beyonce. Look at these abs, Beyonce. And I was like, okay, the BET Awards happened. In 2006, deja vu. deja vu happened, and I was that was a moment. Oh, it was an iconic moment. I was sitting on my couch watching this, and I said, "Oh, well, we all know Beyonce's coming to kill it, so let's just see what she's got." Oh, and then she she slaughtered, murdered, maimed, disfigured, dismembered the BET Awards, and she slid across that stage and dusted that shit with her her lace front. You couldn't tell me nothing, but that wasn't even the moment. That wasn't even the moment. I went to college the next year. And um, I was Googling shit. I was like, I need to see Beyonce performances. I need to find a tour on DVD. And guess which one I found? The Beyonce experience. The Beyonce experience. And my gay ass brought that shit home for my winter break. (laughs) And I popped it in my little PS3. I hopped up on my bed. I remember it like... You sat on that bed. You sat on that bed. I crossed my legs. I had my cap and crunch right there in the middle of my legs. I was like, okay. Not cap and crunch. And you you know when she's in that in the menu in the DVD where she's bent over backwards with that damn disco ball. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, right. And all that music, you know, the horns are going crazy. And I was like, play all. <laughs> <laughs> and when she asked us if we were ready to be entertained, that <laughs> that was it. That was it. I knew it right there. There was something about she was standing on that stage in the center of that stage on those little steps. And I was done. I don't know what happened. Something switched in me. I was like, this stage is what, 25 feet long or whatever the hell a stage is. And she is the only thing I care about on it. She was commanding it. She stomped the damn white blood cells out of that stage every time. She threw that silver shimmery thing off and that terrible dress she had on. You remember that shit. You know, I'm it wasn't about. no worse than Wembley. <laughs> it wasn't uh, no Wembley. Wembley was, trash. was horrid. <laughs> Can we talk about the bags? 
shit happened. Well, ever, we'll get there. We're not there yet. Have you ever? Have you ever? Um, I don't know. If, I don't even know. Do you have siblings? I don't know if I ever asked you that. Yeah, I have uh, a younger brother and two younger sisters. Okay, so when to get back at your sister, have you ever taken her Barbie and like cut her Barbie hair? And it no, <laughs> it stick out I the top haven't. of her hair in that weird so angle because my, Barbie hair don't lay right. <laughs> my oldest younger sister was evil. Mm. So I was afraid. And then my youngest, youngest sister, we're 10 years apart. So I was just like, I'm too cool. I'm too grown to be <laughs> fucking with your little shit. <laughs> Whatever. Just nah, go away from see, me. I was the baby. So I was an evil. I was a spiteful little bastard. Oh, damn. And I was like, I cut my, like, I used to cut my sister's Barbie's hair and it would stand up at these odd angles. And that was Beyonce's bangs in live at <laughs> Wembley. It was just the it worst thing so possible. bad. Just every the performances were good, but. Yeah, but even then, like that was if you I see I watched Beyonce Experience first, and then I find I found Live at Wembley like that's the next summer when I was in yeah, Best I didn't Buy see randomly. Live at Wembley. That was the last one that I saw actually. I really? Saw, oh, you fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I saw Beyonce Experience. Uh, I am World Tour. I am yours. Dad on the run. Miss Carter World Tour. I saw all that shit before Wembley. No, and then because you look at Wembley, you'd be like, "What is these basic ass dance moves she was doing? Like, what is this? Like, she yeah, she, she ended with Crazy in Love, and it was the most underwhelming performance of Crazy in Love I've ever seen. <laughs> and but to make it worse, she had that goddamn wig on, and I was like, I'm tired of no, these the bangs. wig was horrible, <laughs> and then she was sweating; it was all sticking to her face. Right, and the like, dresses were bad. Is, you could see her underarm stays like <laughs> this was before Beyonce discovered fans up. and. <laughs> But let Matthew know, sell it. She light skinned, so she should have had better. Whatever. Anyway, but no, that was just a joke, people. Yeah, it's all right. It's like right, Hive. Don't don't come for us. But no, it was that moment, and when she mashed up crazy, the Gnarls Barkley crazy, but crazy in love, and that was wow. When I, she did, uh, he loves me during um, dangerously in love. Yes, like that whole like eight minute Negro spiritual medley. I was living. Listen. And all that extraness on them dangerous. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you paid to see a fucking vocalist. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think you, did you come here thinking you were about to see Britney? I asked you from jumped. Were you prepared to be entertained? You stayed. That meant, yes, I'm entertained. Like some of y'all passed out. Some of your blood sugar dropped. Some of y'all overheated. So I assume that was a yay and not a nay. Here we are an hour and a half later and I'm still killing your parents. This is where we are. This is what we do. And it was just for a second. I thought I was at a Michael Jackson concert. I'm just saying. (laughs) Right. No, like my favorite part of that whole thing is one of the musicality of the Beyonce experience is amazing. How every break, every ch- every quick change was her band just jamming. Fucking pop. And that's when she first did the 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 Sugar Mama, right. so all female band. So when they pop goes the weasel, like come on, Divinity Rocks. I was like, I need all of these things. Give Beyonce everything she deserves. But my yes. favorite part of that is when she uh, she was doing the uh, the Destiny's Child medley. And she was like, "Hold up, stop the music, stop." She was like, "I thought I was I in LA." I thought I was in LA. <laughs> I was like, oh. And everyone was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I thought I was in LA." <laughs> like, ah, where am I tonight? <laughs> ah, 
apparently these bitches lost their ability to speak because Beyonce asked them a question. Yes. <laughs> like, all they could do is make guttural noises because she had taken their <laughs> vocal cords out. She was she had yanked every part of their humanity out and laid it in front of the stage as a burning sacrifice for her. And it was amazing. It was <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole show. And then the Dream Girls portion, because she's she's Dina. And I was everything about that, irreplaceable. Yes. Made me leap for joy because it was what a way to end the show, you know what a way to end. And that little whatever number she had, and she turned in them circles and them heels, and she was running in green light. Everything about the Beyonce experience was everything. It I'm, was perfect. It was it was it, it. I'm gonna say something that might be inflammatory and problematic to a lot of stands out there, but it is still my favorite Beyonce tour. I don't care what anyone. I can said. see it. I never I, can watch, see I never why. saw it in person. I've seen. I saw the I Am tour. I saw on the run. I saw the Miss Carter show. I saw the Formation World tour. I've never seen the Beyonce experience live, but I've only seen it on my television, and it is still my favorite tour. I can see why. Uh, granted, I would probably mm, because the energy. Well, we'll get to the tours later. Yeah, we don't have to stay here. Tell me when you fell in love with her. Okay, so I feel like. I was always a stand, but I wasn't always Hive. Right. And I was one of them, like, DL stands. <laughs> because the Writings on the Wall came out. I was pressed to get that album because it was Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And granted, it is a group, but we all know who the main person singing a lot of the shit Absolutely. was. It was Beyonce. Yeah. So I was pretty much buying a Beyonce album. And that... Somebody said it on Twitter a while ago that the Writings on the Wall was her first solo album. I laughed. <laughs> but, but I, but you know, <laughs> facts are facts, and I can't argue with them. Uh, um, that's right. That's shit. I'm not going to try. But so I, I was pressed to get that. Um, granted, I said her name wrong for a minute because I was a child, but I learned it. Um, <laughs> so that matters. How are you pronouncing um, her name? Wait a minute. Beyonce, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> Beyonce, I'm tired of you. This hey, is it. Like I said, I was a child. Um, time goes on. Dangerously in Love comes out again. I don't like express my excitement for hearing it, but once I hear it, I'm like, I love this. I want to hear it again. <laughs> Ended up going and buying it. Um, B Day. I was pressed to see Dream Girls mainly because of Beyonce. Uh, I am Sasha Fierce I remember that came out and I remember waiting up at the computer on iTunes at 12 o'clock midnight just to buy the shit I pre-ordered like download it and put it on my phone you could pre-order back then? yeah you don't remember this? on iTunes? yes I don't, because I was all, my dumbass was always up at midnight, like waiting for the shit to come out. I promise you that I had my. This is in the days of my like iPod. This because yeah, Sasha Fierce was November what twelve two thousand eight or something like that. Two thousand yeah, because I was still in high school. Yeah, at that point I I had my uh, I had yeah I totally had my iPod. I might be wait I might be lying to you. Hold up, so I'm trying to think. My I had my iPod Touch in two thousand eight. I think that's when they first became a thing. And I remember being on like the internet at school and pre-ordering I Am Sasha Fierce. And come that day, it was like downloading when I woke up in the morning. I might be I, lying. Who knows? Because that's back when iTunes was still like gray and shit. 
No, I remember thing. iTunes being gray, but I also remember the buttons and stuff turning to circles and shit. Like I remember, like becoming more rotund. Like I remember this shift. <laughs> Because you remember what I'm talking about, like early iTunes, everything was bulky as shit, and then everything started becoming real sleek around 2008, because I remember, yeah, it has to be pre-ordering, because I remember pre-ordering Three Rings from T-Pain, it came out around the same time. Like, it had, I'm sure, I'm sure of it. I may be wrong, but I promise, I think I'm, I'm like 90% right I pre-ordered both those things, but go ahead. Stand, Either stand way. Journey. <laughs> I was up until 12 o'clock midnight waiting for I Am Sasha Fierce to drop on iTunes so I could download it. Um, I skipped lunch the next day and chilled in the back stairwell and listened to it. Um, and then four happened. Um, somewhere in between here, I saw the Beyonce experience um, and thought, again, she's, an, she's fucking dope. She's amazing. But I was never just like, I'm a fan. Like I wouldn't admit it. Right, right. You just you just then, staying up all night and spending all your money, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't really care about her. Denial. But you know, I'm gonna watch a little concert and let y'all know how good it was. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it was a lot of denial because I was one of those <clears throat> people that was like, everybody likes her, so I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, and then four happened. And four. I was just like you know, it was like it. W- it was my come to Jesus moment. It truly was. Um, and I regretted all the time I wasted <laughs> acting like I didn't like her. When by the time four came out, I knew "Dangerously in Love" beginning to end, all the words plus the backwards parts and signs. I knew <laughs> "B Day" back and forth, standard and deluxe edition. I knew "I Am Sasha Fierce" back and forth. The iTunes uh, bonus tracks included. You know what I mean? Japanese I bonus Creole. tracks and shit. Come on. <laughs> Honesty. Right? See, here we are. Right here. <laughs> um, You know, I knew Video Phone, the regular and the one with Lady Gaga. Like, I knew uh, all of this. Like, I was hip. Man, what a baby. <laughs> and then it's like, one plus one came. No, it was... No, it was when One Plus One came out and she did it on American Idol and that video of her singing it in the dressing room. In the dressing And Ooh. number one, but like, it just like, it made me realize how much of her shit I consumed and I loved. And was just, it was, like I said, that was my coming to be this moment. It was just like, I've been standing this whole time and I didn't even realize it. You were a hardcore state. You were standing harder than I was and didn't even realize it. You were like, I was the laziest stand. I was like, let me just set this to download so when I get up, it's there. You were like, I'm going to stay up all night and I got to go to school in the morning. I'm like, nope. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to get these eight hours of sleep and then Beyonce is going to bless my soul. You're like, sleep for what? Beyonce doesn't sleep. I'm like, you were standing hardcore buying all her shit, watching all her MTV interviews at a time where Beyonce did interviews. I remember when B Day was on AOL first music. Like, do you remember the? Remember when she was in that? Uh, was it that red dress? Was yes, yes. I took a vow that from now on, now on, <laughs> them now AOL. On. Don't, don't you miss them AOL music sessions they used to do? Yes, man. This was lit. God. AOL was lit. It was slow as fuck, but it was lit. It was lit, man. They had all the features, all of them. All the ones they had all the albums early and shit. Like 
the concert series. And then you can have Scooby Doo tell you welcome and that you got mail. <laughs> I love you, Huey. You're fucking bad. <laughs> like, it was so perfect. Uh, it was a slow. Right. What a time. What a gift is what that was. What a gift AOL was. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes I sit and think about, never mind. That's off air. We're going to yeah. keep it on Beyonce. <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I yeah, see. four is when that was my coming to Beezus moment when four came out. Um, because that's when I realized how dope she was, and it's been a a wild ride ever since. Um, I feel like I came into the Beehive late, but I already came in with credentials, right? I say your resume so was stacked. Yes, I I still have rank, <laughs> rank. Yeah, you I just, I still have rank. I um, I will. I will submit it. I will say yes. I will. I will concede that you do. In fact, you are in fact a ranking member of the Beehive. Um, un- I owned the writings on the wall. I I pre-ordered Survivor at Fye. See, this is how you should. This is, like you ever see those uh, that like that blue collar comedy tour shit back in the day. You ever see the commercials for it, like Jeff Foxworthy and all them folks. He's like, you might be a redneck. Like, you might be a Beyonce stan <laughs> if you went to FYE and pre-ordered Survivor. Actually, it might have been Sam Goody. I don't know. It was in Atlanta. That's, even, more, that's even old school. Even more old the school. The mall not even there no more. <laughs> <laughs> that mall done picked up. <laughs> that mall been gone for a minute. But, um, yeah, it was on the second floor of the mall. Uh, we pre me and DJ Imperial, who I do um equipment I jams with, we both ordered pre ordered Survivor. Uh, I remember when I got it. Um, I remember thinking it was weird that Dangerously in Love was a track on Survivor, but it was also Beyonce's album title, and she re sang the song. But hey, I let her have it because she did what eight. Um, <laughs> Like it was like I can't be mad. It wasn't worse. Like no, it was actually be better. better. Like it was. I mean, people forgot it was on Survivor. So it's like it's whatever. Like we're, see, and that's the thing. I never forgot. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, because that's right. It's up here, ain't it? Same. Um, Lord. my favorite gospel song is the gospel medley at the end of Survivor. <laughs> um, I feel like that should be sung at every church service, like. The seven o'clock, the nine o'clock. Well, first of all, where are you going services. where they have seven AM services? Cause that's not where God needs me to be. Um, I feel like I remember going to like a seven AM service. That's not of God. That's not of God. Um, that's not <laughs> It's not. And that's why <laughs> I'm a heathen now. Um But no, so when 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 was your peak standing period or moment? Or are you still in it? My peak standing moment. So how would you define that, though? Is it like an action, uh, an experience, a time? Like, if you can look back and say you've calmed down. You know what? <sighs> what was the highest that you've calmed down from? I think I'm still riding. I think I, like, hit a... I was climbing. I'll tell you when I really hit a hit a high um, I saw the I Am World Tour in 2009. It was actually July 23rd, 2009. Uh, Mohegan Sun Arena, Uncasville, Connecticut. Uh, Beyonce was late, but Richard... <laughs> <laughs> she was. The show... The doors opened at 6. The show started at 7. Do you remember Rich Girl? Yes. Yeah, he ain't with me now, though. Right. 
here with me. Mm-mm, and that their lead singer one was like Beyonce light. She wanted to be Beyonce so bad. Doesn't matter. That's not drag. I thought hair. it was Seven Street. Oh, was it Brave? It was yeah. It was the light skinned one with the big hair. The only ones I know are Brave and Seven Streeter. And you know, and Brave, I know her from reality television. Oh, I don't even. I don't even know. It might be her. She has good music though. We'll talk about it. And then, <laughs> and so Rich Girl came out and they were like performing on ladders and shit. It was strange. And I was like, look at them. Try-. I was like, girls, you can't physically climb the charts. Chill. <laughs> but here we are. And it's so- figurative. It- <laughs> exactly. Did you tell them it was figurative? It's figurative. <laughs> it's a performance piece. We get it. Uh, <laughs> they was they was really climbing Jacob's ladder, trying to get to a number of <laughs> But it's whatever. Um, and they ended around like 7.35. And then we sat in the light until about 9 o'clock. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a bullshit. <laughs> like, but I had some really good seats. I was like eight rows from the front. Oh, look at you. And you got money. I didn't buy that ticket. We'll talk about it another time. Um, okay. <laughs> it's like, Put me on. Oh, I mean, hey, if you got it, flaunt it. Uh, but... <laughs> I was eight rows from the I was eight rows from the main stage, and this is when Beyonce first employed the B stage, and mm. so I was like three, mm. four rows from the B stage, and so I was like prime real estate, and she came out, you know, we all died, whatever, and then she did her little trapeze flippity flip, uh, transport, uh, part of the show to the B stage, and them glittery ass heels and that long train and the gongs, you remember all this, um. Mm. But that there's a moment where you've seen the. I'm sure if people haven't seen that live, they saw the I Am World Tour DVD where she sings Irreplaceable on the B stage. And one, that's the moment you know. Now that now that moment has shifted to Drunken Love. Um, but back in the day yeah. when you were at a Beyonce show and she sang Irreplaceable and everyone was singing along, that's the moment you knew that you were at a B show because everyone's in mm-hmm. unison. Everyone is on key. Like everyone is there and prepared. We, we clear- and still are <laughs> right. We gargled with Drano. We were ready. We came prepared to sing this song to her because we did not want to disappoint our queen, but it wasn't mm-hmm. that it was before that where she like, she starts pointing. She was like, I see you in the green shirt. I see you. This is also, she also did that in the, uh, the Beyonce experience too. Cause she recycles sometimes. And yeah, so she was like pointing, pointing. And so at this moment, I see her like scanning. She's turning. And so again, she's four rows in front of me. So she can, I'm six two at this time. I'm still kind of short. Um, <laughs> and so I take my big black ass and I stand on the chair. And I wave frantically. And she points at me. And I can find you this YouTube video. And she goes, I see you in the glasses. And I lost my shit. i looked at all these little white girls and little queens around me and i said she saw me she didn't see you and from that moment on i've been riding a constant high and you can't badmouth beyonce to me and but i but i you can't because i've been i've been i've been in the room i've i've pierced the veil I've been on the other side. Yes. I've been in the holiest of holies. I've seen her perform for me live so many times. And then, yes. so I will not let you badmouth Beyonce, but I have matured in such a way, though, that I will let you say you don't like Beyonce's music. I think you're wrong in saying you probably should seek some kind of professional help. But I, I know you're wrong, and you probably 
don't like children either. Like, you don't like children. You don't like nice things. You probably <laughs> you probably push over old women in the store because they're in your way. Like, but listen, I will say I I will have an articulate conversation where I will say, look, if you don't like Beyonce's music, feel free to say that. But what I hate that people do is they say. I don't think she's talented when they really just mean they don't like her because there's nothing Listen. about Beyonce that is untalented or overrated. She shows up yeah. and shows out every single time. Overexposed? Maybe. Overrated? Not at all. And you can't <laughs> even blame her for the overexposure. That's right? us. That's our fault. She just does what <laughs> she comes to do and then... We eat. The world gives a fuck. we feast. Don't be mad that when Beyonce breathes, the world moves. Don't be mad that when Beyonce shakes her hair, that a butterfly gets its wings. Like, it's not her fault. It's just who she is. She just has the power, and we're just here, and it hits us. Um, It Um, feeds me. Right now, I feel renewed. Listen, (laughs) I don't even want to go to bed. Yeah, I'm wired now. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um... What about you? I'm sorry. Mm. Go ahead. That's why you don't have stand moments because we stay there for too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the show is all about. <laughs> but no, um, I feel like I might still be at my peak. Right. Um, a lot of my crazy standing I did with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I did a lot of crazy standing with Nicki. That was me in college. You didn't strike me as a barb. You know, I you oh, know. I was I was Team Minaj. I was an original bar. I was hashtag Team Minaj. Damn it! Um, listen, I went to the. This is not about Nikki, but I did meet her. Um, <laughs> Why? I mean, when? Sorry. <laughs> it was the. Uh, I think it was the Amsterdam Music Tour. It was Wayne, Rick Ross, and Nikki. Uh, I had just filed my taxes, and I got them back. <laughs> So I bought the um, the meet and greet package, uh-huh. VIP zone. So I had the little VIP reception, and then we went and took our pictures with her during Rick Ross's set. I was impressed to see him, so it didn't matter. Um, and then we got back for Wayne's set. Oh no, got back for her set, and then Wayne closed it. So I think, but um, yeah, that was when Pink Friday came out. I did pre-order Pink Friday. That's something I did, in um, fact, do. Oh, I did not pre-order. I got my ass on that martyr train and went to Lindbergh Lord. and went to Target and Best Buy and bought a copy from both because they had different shit. <laughs> um, and I had a digital copy from iTunes, so I probably did pre-order that one. Either way, I got most of my, a lot of my standing out of the way with Nicki Minaj. Um I might say, no, I can't even say when 4 came out, because I bought, like, a few copies of 4. I was in South Carolina when that came out, doing a research program at Clemson, because I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I got on a bus. I went to Best Buy, bought the album, and then the next day I went back and bought another one. Um, My lord. When self-title dropped, I bought multiple copies. I have multiple copies of Lemonade. So, yeah, I'm still in my... You are. Yeah. I think I'm on a plateau, though. Like, Same. Like, you're, you've hit a I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's going to go down, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to increase because I'm an old bitch. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm at my peak. See, I'm... This is, this is where standing... 
Like I stand in, I don't know, I stand in presence and in voice. Um, you stand more, you stand a lot in deed. Like you will show up to purchase things. Um, yes. Beyonce, Beyonce will get my money for her work because that's what I appreciate the most about her. Yes, do I think her merch is clever sometimes? And will I throw down some dollars or decide to charge it? Yes. Uh, but every time I need new music before I buy anything else, like I will buy an, I'll be I'll buy a Beyonce coffee table once she drops her new album. Like yes, absolutely, and I will lay across that motherfucker while I watch it on HBO. Or Beyonce blacks out <laughs> Netflix for an entire night while something drops. Because you know that's what's going to happen. Beyonce's going to do some kind of Netflix deal. She's going to be like, look, her album's going to be called I Love Us For Real. And she's going <laughs> to black out Netflix. You can't watch anything else on Netflix. Canada, US, UK, Japan, Asia, Germany. You're not going to be able to watch anything anywhere else but Beyonce's concert special. And for the next eight hours, you are stuck. And I will That's be there it'll for be that. on loop. <laughs> on loop. Exactly. And then she's going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, physical copies are now available in Best Buy, Walmart, not Target. And everyone, <laughs> I would be like, oh. Okay. Why not Target? <laughs> oh, yeah, because they bitches. Because they, 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 they got real spicy, thought they was being cute. When, yeah. And Beyonce was like, bet, let me run up in these Walmarts and hand out these gift cards real quick. Because I, I got remember. it like that. Because she's petty and I love it. Like she's so like low key petty, and that's the pettiness I aspire. Exactly. She was like, she's like, we can send you your luggage, Target. Shit, we can (laughs) listen. Thank you. (laughs) Any questions? She's like, we can send. That was the moment I knew. That's when I I stood. I stand for Beyonce's music, her vocal capability, her performance ability. But that was that video where she goes. It's better you just go and with me about your luggage. That way you don't miss your plane. We could always send you your luggage. Once you said we could always send you your luggage, that was it for me. I Savage. said, oh, okay, so Beyonce's a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I it. just, I'll point it out in the next episode. <laughs> okay. I'll point out the next episode. I was like, but because um, you, you said, and you said your first concert was I Am. Yep. Right. July 23rd, 2009. Mine was Mrs. Carter World Tour Show. Was it? Um, the one that was not in Atlanta, but the closest one to Atlanta. Um, it was <laughs> somewhere in Georgia. Uh, me and my ex went, actually. I bought us tickets to go because I was in love. Aww. Um. Mm, right. Don't do that. <laughs> Q. Sorry. <laughs> um. I mean, we're cool now, but yeah. Um. And we just had a good ass time. We were in the one hundreds, but like, pretty much. Like, if we looked for it, it was the stage, right? But it was still like it was an amazing ass show, and. Uh, the the memories of that show overpower the memories of that relationship, so I can still enjoy the memories. That's it. Sure, I will tell you that my Miss Carter show experience was the first time I was ever. I think first and last time I was ever front row at a Beyonce concert, and 
me and my best so the way it works in connecticut and this is why if you ever live in connecticut anyone listening to this if you're gonna go to a beyonce show if she just if she just never does arena shows we don't know what she's gonna do anymore after formation (laughs) but uh, when she did it when she did arena shows mohegan sun arena in connecticut at the casino they're they're not allowed to you can't line up because it's a concourse you know there's shops and things like that you can't block Mm. the shops and so the trick is to get to Mohegan Sun at 10 a.m. specifically, and you are always going to be one or third person in line. Like, that is always something. And what they do is at midnight, you know Miss Ivy, the girl who always does Beyonce's tour things? And so... Sure. Oh, whatever. If you, you've, you've seen her face if you don't know her by name. So Miss Ivy will come out, and she will number your, uh, your bracelet... Uh, she'll give you a bracelet. She'll number you one through whatever and tell you to go on your way and come back at six o'clock and they'll line you up according to your number. And so Ooh. me and my best friend, he, he I, I slowly turning him to a Beyonce fan. He was like slowly creeping in. He was like, unfortunately, he was a Britney fan when I met him. And then he, he was a Gaga fan, which is OK, because mm. Gaga's phenomenally talented. Um mm. And then we saw this car show together. So we got lined up and we're in line and like, you know, Beyonce fans, we singing songs, we rocking back and forth. Like we vibing together. We're family. All the way <laughs> we were singing Airy Place where one girl was hitting these runs and I said, you better fuck it up. You better sing the loudest when she comes through here. And then <laughs> I'll tell you, this is how I know I was a stan because somebody was getting mad about something because Miss Ivy hadn't come out yet. And it was like 1225. And... My best friend looked these people in the face and said, guys, calm down. It's just Beyonce. <gasps> when I tell you, I turned to face him with the rest of them quicker than I forgot who I was. I forgot where I was, who I was. I said, I'm sorry, what? And then I came to myself. I said, oh, shit, he's here with me. Hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> I was like, guys, guys, this is his first time. He doesn't know yet. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I knew. I was like, I was ready to murder my best friend over some Beyonce shit. And so anyway, we get in there and we're on the barricade. We're front and center. If you had Facebook, I would show you or videos of Beyonce. Oh, and a side note, there are these bitches from New Jersey who are being real petty and real bitchy. And they, I let them stand in front of me because I'm six fucking three. And they were like five, two. And they had gotten in after us. And I said, you can stand in front of me. Just stand on the barricade lifting that way. You know, we're not pressed together because they're going to push. I don't want to hurt you. They were like, cool. But then they get in front of me and they start doing these damn yoga stretches to get space. And I said, excuse me, can you stand up? They're like, you've got room. You've got room. And then there's these hood chicks from Brooklyn who's like, yo, you want us to handle them? I was like, no, it's straight. Let's enjoy this. Let's just enjoy it. But either way, so we're in the front row. You know, Luke, Luke James is up there singing his heart out. And then he walks away. And you know this Beyonce was on time. That's this, also when I fell in love with Luke uh, yes. James. His too. voice, my God. His I was body. Wet. My, my boyfriend God. was sitting right next to me, and I'm just like, "Well, <laughs> she wanted to open the door to this relationship, buddy. <laughs> How soon can you leave? <laughs> like, I mean, you don't gotta leave. Just know that we gonna have company. <laughs> but so Luke James and his little LED stage has left. Twenty minutes later, <laughs> it goes dark, and I was like, "We all know what that means." And you, uh, first of all, the iconic opening, the Miss Carter show with the with the uh, the bunny ear masks or whatever, and the white ring hoop mm. skirts, and when that fire came up and Beyonce came out that stage, tell me why these two, one of the girls, fainted in front of me, <laughs> literally passed the fuck out, 
And not only that, but her the security guard came over and said, is this your friend? And she was like, yeah. Do you want to come with her while we carry her out? And that girl sat there for 25 seconds contemplating while Beyonce was grilling us, like, coming out of that stage. You know how she, boom, and she was just standing there staring out. Like, they're like, do you want to come with her? She looked at Beyonce, looked at her passed out friend, hung over the barricade, looked at Beyonce, and then climbed over and walked with her friend. I was like, that is what Beyonce's effect is. Is that she was about to leave her friend and pass out, possibly die from heat stroke. I would have left to do. You went in the hands of medical professionals. What the fuck am I going to do? You got your phone on. You good? We ain't never going to be this when close. Thanks you wake up, bitch. But that was the moment. And then after after the show, my best friend and I were walking to the car, and he said. I get it now. That's all he kept saying was like, I fucking get it now. I was like, do you see what I'm talking about? And we were taking turns. I said, you take pictures of this. I'm going to videotape this. You videotape this. I'm just going to hold it here. I'm going to dance though. So the video is going to be shitty. Yo, we, he had the time of his life. And ever since then, he has not missed a Beyonce show. He has not missed an album drop. He still performs like fucking interpretive dances drunk to lemonade on his floor because of my impact and because of B's influence. You are welcome, white America. You are welcome. Listen, <laughs> let me let me tell you how, because I saw Miss Carter and then I saw On the Run. Oh my and God. then I saw Formation. Yes. Twice. Yeah. But, oh, twice. My God. <laughs> yeah. Money. You got but money. At, <laughs> no, I, I had. I had. I had. Um, but no, so. <laughs> Thanks. After, so when I went to On the Run, me and my mom went. And we had uh, seats on the on the field, uh-huh. right next to the. I guess I can't call it the B stage because it was her and Jay on it, but the B stage, right? Um, so we were close. Um, Whew, you got money. <laughs> Sorry, my at my mom had received a lump sum at that moment, oh. and with that lump sum, she had paid me back money that she had owed me. And with that money, I had got tickets. Got you. <laughs> um, because, yeah. <laughs> but, so while she's on that stage singing Resentment, my phone dies. <gasps> and I took that as a sign from Beyonce telling me that this is the moment. You only have this one time. Put your fucking phone away and watch me. <laughs> And I took heat. And when I went to formation both times, there's very little video footage. It's one of Beyonce walk because I was in the uh in the pit. Right, you have to. So it's that one video that's on the on Twitter when she walked past me and she shake her ass. I thought it was a heterosexual for a moment. <laughs> um, Jump ship real quick. Wait a minute. <laughs> and other than that, it, and I think I got video when she was singing the beautiful ones. But I don't have that much video from that. And then I went again in Philly. And all I have are, like, pictures from when we were waiting for the show to start. Um, But after that, I stopped recording and taking a lot of pictures at concerts. Mm -hmm. I just, like, learned how to enjoy the show and not watch it through my phone. Well, that's the trick is that you've got to, like... Well, how, how tall are you, baby Huey? I am. You can just call me Huey, man. I, I gotta call you Baby Huey. It works for me. Or that. I mean, I'm just saying. Who, if you want to say look, them two syllables, it's who you've been 
for the last what year and a half that I've known of that you've existed. So like it's I can't change it now. I mean, that's cool. I'm just saying, if you want to say, I'm gonna start calling you Mister Huey, and you're gonna be pressed. <laughs> I would be very upset. Um, <laughs> How tall are you? He's like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> for what? I ain't shit. But no. Um, yeah, like it was just a magical moment. I asked I you a question. Learned. I said, "How tall are you?" Away. <laughs> I am five nine and a half. Okay, so this makes sense now. Follow me through a thought. I'm six three. So what I do, like when I saw Beyonce, uh, not formation because I was just enjoying that. I Snapchatted a few times to make some hoes seethe. But other than that, <laughs> flex. Right? I was like, guess where I am sipping. First of all, did you did you did you know at the bar they had like the lemonade inspired drinks and shit that they were serving up there? Maybe it was just Gillette Stadium in like Boston, but there was out there was like lemonade something or another. But um I don't think we had those. Oh, uh, it was Baltimore lit. Show. Well, I don't think those were at the Baltimore show or the Philly show. But, but the Philly show was raining, so I wasn't paying attention to shit. Oh, yeah. No, but it was uh, like I just held up my phone above the person in front of me's head, and then I would just enjoy the show. Like, I wasn't looking at a camera. Like, I, after every time I recorded, it was always in the car going home. Like, it was one of those, like... If it came out good, it came out good. Usually, it's just video of the floor, me missing notes, trying to sing "Drunk in Love." Like it was whatever it is. <laughs> but you know what? You're right, though. Like I would love to. I would have loved to see the formation tour again and just keep my phone in my pocket the entire time and just Man. and just really enjoy the moment. Because uh, I was and in the I stands. saw it in the rain. Oh my gosh, Woo. that was a magical. And then, and then. Right after the show, well, a few hours after the show, I see that the table came out. So I I saw Beyonce, and then I got salons like not too long after, and it was just a very magical day. Um, I almost got pneumonia to the <laughs> Imperial, but we hot toddied up and we were good to go once we got home. Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's just. There's so much magic in in Beyonce and happiness and joy and like rainbows and unicorns and shit. Right. She's the joy this world can't take away. She really is. And you know what? There the thing I love the most about Beyonce and it's something I I it's something that uh, like you would say about Michael Jackson. It's something you would probably say about like I'm not putting them on the same level of like iconic status. But there are certain people that you watch do things. It could be someone who's a teacher, someone who's a fucking race car driver, someone who's a preacher, someone who's an artist, like a painter or whatever. Someone who you know is doing the thing that God put them on this earth to do. And whenever you watch Mm -hmm. Beyonce on a stage, you know that she is called for such a time and such a skill as this. And this is exactly where she's supposed to be. Where she's supposed to be, when she's supposed to be, how she's supposed to be. Everything is just perfect. Like all these uh, things, all these things come together in this one time, this one in in space and time. Like we are so the blessed. Past and the future sure. merge to meet <laughs> us here. They do. Here, I can't. <laughs> Come on, Aki. Because we know she's by she's trilingual because I know she speaks French too. Well, 
she sang a song in French. Right. <laughs> I'll give it to her. But no, I've been listening to a Mojitano in a car all the time. Yo, what was that damn? I had a, I had, I bought B Day, um, and then I remember I had bootlegged B Day because my computer fucked up and I could not find my B Day. I was like, I'm not buying it again because I'm a broke college student. I had money like that, and Mm. I found it later. It was in my home. It was in my room at home. (laughs) I brought it home because it comes with me places, but. I had had this, there was like these extra Spanish songs, like a Spanish edition. There was like six different Spanish mixes. And yes. I do not remember what, there was a remix of Irreplaceable in Spanish that made my yeah. life. It implausible, I yes. think. And then you had OEA, the Spanish version of Listen. And oh, then you yeah. had the Spankless version <laughs> of Beautiful Liar. Yeah, and then you had the version... <laughs> I feel like you had a full Spanish version of a beautiful liar as well. It was. Um, it was just uh first of all, that was my Muffy. That was my Rosetta Stone. If you play <laughs> if you play Oye right now, I will say every word perfectly and not know what the fuck I'm saying. Irremplazable or whatever. Javes, Javes, Javes Amores, in our closet, like I will be in there, and you'll be like, Shana, you know what you're saying? No, okay, so I'm like, no, sabes, do they mean no, me, right? I will be in there singing all the time. I'm, I'm there, so uh, B Day is amazing. that's how I am with Amoritano, though. No, uh, see, I love that, and it was one of those things I would play while I'm alone in my bedroom, you know, <laughs> and I would. Just turn down the light. I'd be going off in the car. No. Nope. that gif of that lady when she walking out the door? <laughs> and like she's like doing like a little sauce and then she's like hit her hips. Right. Real quick. That's me. All the time. No. But no. <laughs> I feel like we're going to keep going and keep going and keep going. So I feel like we should let's like put a pause here. Right. World and then stop. say the rest for next week. <laughs> and then we'll carry on later. <laughs> exactly. God, this has been a blessing. <laughs> I guess you should probably, we should, you're right, we should wind down. And you should probably tell people where they can find you on the timeline. So, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Baby Huey. That's B A E B Y H U E Y. Um, hit me up and check out the other shows, Equipment I Jams and the Mad Podcast. And where can they find you? And your other content at Yes, yes, yes. You can find me on any timeline. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's Snapchat. I don't even think that's really a timeline, but it's one name. It's Charnel B. It's C-H-A-R-N as in Nancy or Nasty. E-I-L-B. Find me there. Right? Right? And you can hear my voice every Tuesday on What About Your Friends? And you hear my voice every other Monday on What Did You Do? My True Crime Show. Be busy. We have some busy bitches. (laughs) Listen, we we learn from the best and we're going to get it done. The only way we know how. So thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in to us and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. (laughs) Maybe let's be with you. Yes, always.